Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. So grateful that you've tuned in once again today on this radio show. And I want to talk to you today about uh, don't read God's Word. Let God's Word read you. I want to talk to you today and tomorrow about the importance of studying and living out the Word of God. You see, success is how well you train and prepare yourself for eternity. And the most successful people I know are the ones who know the Bible from the inside out and live it out by the power of the Holy Spirit. And they're the ones who make the Bible the authority over their lives. They're the ones who love the Bible. They're the ones who spend time in that book each and every day. And they're the ones that light up when they open up uh, the pages of Scripture. And when that book becomes your life, when the Bible becomes everything that you are, you'll be one of the most successful people ever because all life is, once again, is preparation for eternity. And how much you get the Bible into your life will determine the level of success you will have, not only in this life, but in the next life to come. See, the Bible will tell you everything you need to know about Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Father of the universe who loves you, His Word, His character, His justice, His mercy, His love, everything you need to know about God, His plans for you. You see, See, God wrote out a personal plan for you, and you can find it in the Bible. Everything you need to know about everything is in that book. Everything you need to know about heaven, about hell is in that book, about salvation, about faith, about grace, how to find wisdom, how to find joy, how to get unstuck in life, how to figure out how in the world did I get here. All your answers pertaining to any matter in your life is going to be found in that book. It's the most amazing book ever written. It's the greatest book ever written. It has stood the test of time. The book, by the way, is God himself. And when you read this book, you're basically reading God. You're basically touching God. You're basically reaching heaven and heaven is reaching you. It'll give you wisdom. It'll give you knowledge. It'll give you power. It'll give you authority. It'll give you purpose. It'll give you everything that you're trying to be, everything that you want to be. And it'll let you know everything that you know that you're not supposed to be. You don't need to add anything to it. You don't need to delete anything from it. It's as relevant today as it ever was. You don't need to make it fit for our society today. It doesn't change with society. There is absolutely no need to have the Word of God reimagined or adjusted to fit a wicked society that celebrates evil. Everything that was written in the Bible is as relevant today as it was back then, and it is as life-changing today as it was back then. It can change any soul, any person, any family, any community, any country, any nation. And Jesus said, if you want to change, if you want my blessing, my favor, my resources, my miracles, then you live by the words in that book. And when you consider where you are today, when you consider your life today, you're probably in one of three places. You're probably in uh, the place of, I just do what I want to do. Or maybe you're in the place of, well, I just do what I think is the right thing to do. But you know what the Bible says is there's a way that seems right to man, but in the end, it always leads to death. And then the third place is really the place that God wants us all to be in. And this is the camp that we all need to be in. And that that's where I do what God's word tells me to do by the power of the Holy Spirit. Friends, I got to tell you, when you live in camp number three, and I do what God's word tells me to do, when I make God's word the authority over my life, there's no better life. There's no better way to live. And as a follower, you'll be miserable if you live any other life. You see, to know God is to know his word. 
To say, I love Jesus and not read his word is basically saying, I don't love you, Jesus. Because Jesus said, if you love me, you'll abide in my words. You'll obey my commands. That's, he said in John 8, he said, if you hold to my teaching, verse 31, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You can't say, I love Jesus and don't spend time in that book. That's not a relationship. And this book shouldn't be a burden. The Bible shouldn't be a burden. The Bible should be a joy. And I'm telling you, the Bible will give you joy. The Bible will make you giddy. I'm telling you, it'll give you unspeakable joy. It'll make you smile. It'll make you dance. It'll give you hope. One thing you can't do without. It'll give you unbelievable purpose in life. It'll give you everything you need to know about living the life of faith. You want to learn how to pray? Well, that's in this book. Want to learn how to change? Want to learn how to recover? It's all in the book. God in his infinite wisdom saw fit that each person who would trust in his son Jesus Christ would have a personal guide helping them navigate their way through the Bible. Now, I think I'm a good guide if you ever let me take you to New York City. I've taken a bunch of people, and a couple months from now, I'm taking another group to New York City up for a pastor's conference, and I think I'm going to go back up again in the fall. Uh, And I think I'm a pretty good guide when it comes to taking people around New York City. But here's what it says in John 16, 13. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into truth. That's why Jesus's life here on earth was a powerful ministry, but he can never accomplish what the Holy Spirit could do because Jesus can only reach our intellect. That's why he said, it's better for you that I go. He said, when the Holy Spirit comes, he'll not only be with you, but he'll be in you and he will guide you into truth. He'll convict you of your sin. He'll make God's truth plain to you. In other words, the Holy Spirit will interpret God's word for you. And the more you're submitted to the plans and purposes of God, the easier it will be to understand what God's trying to say to you through his word. You know, I hear this a lot from a lot of people. Oh, the Bible's a hard book to understand. Well, it's not really a a hard book to understand. Without the Holy Spirit, it is. Without surrendering your life to Jesus, it is. See, it's a hard book to live out. It's a hard book to understand if you're not, again, submitted to it. If you're not open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. See, if you read it from the standpoint of just trying to justify something that you're doing, then it becomes a hard book because you're at odds with it. But if you read it saying, I believe it, God, you are who you say you are. You can do what you say you can do. I am who you say I am, and I can do what you say I can do. And Lord, whatever you say in this book, I believe it. I'm not going to doubt it. I'm just going to believe it, receive it, apply it, and live it out. See, that's what I did when... You know, by making this book greater than my emotions, greater than my feelings, my desires, my appetites, my personal plans and wishes. I made the Bible the authority over my life and it changed me because I made it bigger, better and more important than anything I could ever think of, go through, plan or live out in my life. That's what the Bible does. I love teaching. I'm called to teach out of the Bible, but I'm not called to be your teacher. Jesus said this in Matthew 23. But you, verses 8 through 10, but you do not be called, do not be called rabbi for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on on earth your father, for one is your father who, and he who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. See, Jesus said this about our personal guide, the Holy Spirit. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, here it is again. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. 
He will speak only what he hears, John 16, 13. Here's the most simplistic way I can explain what that means. The Holy Spirit teaches us, not as our teacher, but one who relays what Jesus, the one and only teacher, wants us to hear. 1 John 2.27 says this, As for you, the anointing you receive from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you, but as his anointing teaches you about all things, and that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. That's the key, abiding in him, remaining in him. Living out the words of Scripture by the power of the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit of God that comes upon you when you give your life to Jesus Christ is the anointing and interpretation of the Bible to you if you're open to it. His job is to make the Bible plain to you. His job is to make that book real to you. His job is to make the Bible so understandable that it's a delight to live out. I can't do that for you. No teacher can do that for you. And God wants to have an intimate relationship where you spend an enormous amount of time, not only praying to God, not only waiting on God, but spending time in the Bible. And when you make every decision in your life according to the Bible, Because one day you're going to have to give an account before God, and you're not going to get judged. uh, You know whether you're not going to get judged on whether or not uh, you're going to get judged on on how you lived out what's in this book, and how you lived once you accepted Jesus Christ into your life, and you're going to get rewarded for that. And again, all life is is preparation for that. So let me ask you: Are you prepared for that? Because it's never too late to start living out what's in this book. But for some reason, this book is just not as delightful to read as other books for so many followers of Jesus Christ. Listen, I've worked in churches for years. I spent, before I came back to Kentucky four and a half years ago, I spent close to 15 years working in churches. And in every single one of the places that I've worked at, it's this, I always found this amazing. They would tell me to read every book but the Bible. It would seem like every month someone on staff would give me a book to read. And I'm not against reading other books. Knowledge is power. But there's no better book written than the Bible. There's no more wisdom found than the wisdom found in the Bible. If you want wisdom, that's where you'll find it. See, again, I made a decision to choose God's word over everything in my life. And I started praying for God's promises. I started praying God's word. And I studied this book as a book of prayer. I did that for three years one time. It changed my life. I studied every prayer that was in the Bible. I learned how to pray those prayers. I learned what the motive behind those prayers was. I learned how I can pray like that and get the same results. It's like a yellow pages to me. If there's something that I need, it's found in the Bible. If I'm in trouble, I know where to go in this book. If I'm fearful, I know where to go in the Bible. If I'm concerned about something, I know where to go in the Bible. This book has an answer for everything that you'll ever go through in life. Whenever someone wants to meet with me for counseling, I know that the answer is found in the Bible. And I know chances are people... The people coming in for counseling are not in this book. That's why they need counseling. That's what got them in trouble in the first place. Ultimately, success or failure depends on how much you get the Bible into your life and how much you read the Bible, how much you apply it, how much you live it out, how much you make it the authority over your life. Because the alternative is found in Hosea 4.6, which says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. My My people die for not getting in this book. So let me ask you, if you're listening uh, to the Encounter radio show, 
I, I, I want you to know that God loves you with a deep, everlasting love. And I care for you. I may not even know you, but because you're listening, I care for you and I want the best for you. I want the best plan that God has designed for your life thousands of years ago to be lived out in your life. And you know where you're going to find that plan? In the Bible. You're always going to, whatever you need in life, you're going to get from Scripture. I want to encourage you today. We live in an, it's just an, an, I believe one of the biggest epidemics that I've ever seen wasn't the coronavirus a, a few years ago. It's we live in a day and age, at least in the United States, where We've made church so easy. We've got such great orators and communicators, but people are not entrenched in God's word. And there's, and pastors are not pushing people to get into God's word, get into God's presence, hear the voice of God through God's word, empowered by the Holy Spirit through prayer, experiencing God's best for you and asking God to live out, asking God you know, how you can live out his plan for your life. I mean, friends, that's where the action is, in the presence of God, empowered by God's word, empowered by the Holy Spirit through prayer. I'm telling you, it will, 15 minutes, 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, it will change your life. I want to encourage you, don't read God's word. Let God's word read you and let God's word tell you everything about you that you need to hear from the word of God and let it transform your life. Listen, a lot of things are going to fade away, uh, but God's word is going to remain forever. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser. For more information, you can email me at bill at the hopeencounter.org. I hope you were encouraged today to get in God's word.